by making up for lost time. Today, the show that brings you the best of yesterday's radio today. I'm your host, Jake Westbrook, and with me, just as bright as the sunny summer day outside, is my co-host and brother, McLean Westbrook. Bright as the sunny summer day outside? Is that ignoring the severe thunderstorm warning? Well, yeah, the weather around here is a cruel mistress, but regardless of what things look like outside the window right now, it is June, and as far as I'm concerned, we're in the middle of summer, buddy. Be careful looking out that window. The hail could be dangerous. You're kind of a pessimist, you know that? I'm a card-carrying member of the National Wet Blanket Society. Eh, that I don't doubt. Well, while McLean's doing his best to manifest a hurricane, let's keep on the sunny side of the street today with a little summer-themed music. Up first, we have Sydney Snorthoff, who will be opening the door in a moment to interrupt us as we try to start the show. Huh? Just, just wait for it. Just give it a second. Give it a second. I'm giving it a second, but I don't see... Big news, fellas! I've decided to once again change my life entirely based on my personal insecurities. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, I knew it. Told you. Ah, lucky guess. Alright, Sydney, what half-baked idea have you concocted this week to reinvent yourself? Oh, I haven't concocted anything. This idea comes from the beautiful mind of the legendary Billy O'Biceps. Billy O'Biceps? That's right. The world-class bodybuilder, physical trainer, dietitian, and entrepreneur himself. I sent away for his legendary workout and diet guide. Billy O'Biceps? He's Irish. Uh-huh. Was Flex Big Arms taken? Hey, scoff all you want, but the Billy O'Biceps Ultimate Total Fitness Mega Plan to build a Mega Man is gonna make me ripped. Uh, Sydney, where did this sudden concern over fitness and dieting come from? <laughs> oh, sorry, Jake. I, I forgot you've been living under a rock for the last four months. Don't you realize? I'm getting married to Maisie in just a matter of weeks. I'm going to be a husband. Maisie and I are spending our honeymoon on the coast, and, and I have to prove that I'll be able to defend us from muscle-headed beach bullies. I need a summer bond. Just how often do you encounter muscle-headed beach bullies? Well, well, I haven't yet, but you would be surprised at how often they appear in the advertisements for Billy O'Biceps' ultimate total fitness mega plan to build a Mega Man. I've, I've never seen advertisements for that. Well, you don't read the same comic books I do. Look, I'll, I'll show you, I'll show you. Sydney, I, I don't think it's really necessary. Look, 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 here, see, see? This comic here, see this guy? He's Skinny Steve. See, he's taking this girl, Gertrude, to the beach, but then this muscle head comes along and starts antagonizing him. <clears throat> hey, you vagabones! Watch out, or an ocean breeze might blow you away! And then, if that wasn't bad enough, the bully starts kicking sand in Skinny Steve's face! Why, Steve can't take that line down? Do something, Steve! Well, he tries. In the next panel, he gets up and he says, Why I oughta... 
but Gertrude stops him because she's scared that the beach bully will put her fragile boyfriend in traction. No, Steve, just leave him alone. I don't want you to get hurt. So Steve sits back down and the bully laughs at him. Steve says to Gertrude, Mmm, that knucklehead sure has me steamed. I'd like to give him what for. Gertrude says it's fine, but you can tell by her expression that she's secretly ashamed of her emasculated boyfriend. Yeah, that Billy Obicep sure knows how to craft a drama. <laughs> you bet. Well, that night, Skinny Steve is alone in his room. You see in this panel here, he decides that he doesn't want to be a 97-pound weakling anymore. So, he sends away for Billy Obicep's ultimate total fitness mega plan to build a mega man. Then, he takes Gertrude back to the beach, but this time he's ripped. Just how long is this fitness plan supposed to take? He sees the same muscle head that bullied him before, but this time Steve is bigger than him. He goes up to him and he says, Hey buddy, I'm that bag of bones, remember? And blammo, he socks him on the jaw. Gertrude sees what a powerful specimen her boyfriend has become. Oh Steve, she says, you're magnificent. You're the most manly he-man on the beach. Sydney, I've never seen someone as susceptible to advertising as you. Now you'll see. My workout plan is coming today, and Billy Obiceps promises instant results. I won't be a 97-pound weakling much longer. Well, as Sydney waits to become a threat to beach bullies everywhere, let's, uh, let's try to get the show started. As I was saying, the theme is Welcoming Summer, and here is some summer-themed music. I've always wanted to be a big, brawny, muscular he-man. I know, Sydney, I know.
hot dogs and sarsaparilla beneath the beach umbrella. And you two make the day so sunny. I'll write love letters to you in the sand. Oh, won't it be grand to be wicky-wacky-woo-woo at the seashore? Oh, boy, there's nothing sweller. Hot dogs and sarsaparilla with lots of kisses from my honey, my honey. You'll be my Cinderella. I'll be that lucky fella. Hot dogs and sarsaparilla with you. Summer, beautiful summer, with its vacationing and outdoor sports, has its drawbacks just as every rose has its thorns. We dread those hot days, wilting, enervating days, days when it's mighty hard to be comfortable. But more and more people are finding a way of keeping themselves cool and refreshed. A frequent glassful of delicious iced coffee, properly made, it's the ideal summer drink. And concerning the important business of making it properly, I commend the advice of Charlie O'Connor acting in the place instead of our vacationing Graham McNamee. Thank you, Major. It is important to make iced coffee properly, and it's easy, too. Simply be sure to allow for dilution by the ice. In other words, make your coffee somewhat stronger than usual, and always use a blend that is extra rich in flavor. And the blend that has the delicious, full-bodied goodness you need is Chasen Sanborn Coffee. It's unusually rich in flavor because it's blended from the choicest coffees in the world. And you get this superb blend at the peak of its goodness, for Chasen Sanborn dated coffee is guaranteed fresh by our dating plan and rapid delivery system. There's no danger of flat, stale, rancid taste. With dating and rapid delivery... Chase and Sanborn dated coffee doesn't need a high-priced container. Instead, we use an inexpensive paper dated bag, and you get the saving. And now you get a double saving. Due to increased sales and resulting economies, this superb blend can now be sold at the lowest price in its history. Buy a bag of Chase and Sanborn dated coffee tomorrow. Yeah. 
umbrella with you, cuddling close and hiding from view, lucky me by the sea, under a beach umbrella with you, we'll have a picnic party for two, and for dessert some kisses will do, they'll be sweet, what a treat, under a beach umbrella with you, we'll sit and watch the breakers. Each wave will seem to say, come on you two lovemakers, this is your big holiday. I'll play the ukulele for you, we'll harmonize a love song or two. Gee, it's grand on the sand, under a beach umbrella with you.
Vacation times are close. I guess everybody's already got their minds on those faraway places. But, folks, while it's great to get away from it all once a year, still, it's swell to be able to take some of it with you. Like the ball games, for instance. And no matter where you go, lakes, woods, the mountains, the beach, on boats, trains, or planes, you can keep up with the scores and the play-by-play if you take along Philco's Powerhouse 607 Portable Radio. It's super-powered to give you super-performance in all those faraway places. You pick the spot and your Philco 607 will pick up the programs with power to spare and tone that's really mellow. 
So whichever way you're heading on your vacation this year, northeast, south, or west, head for your Philco dealer first and set yourself up with a performance champion, the 607 Portable. From the world's largest radio manufacturer, Philco, the leader. Welcome back to Yesterday G'day. We're ringing in the summer season on the show today as the month of June has begun. And while we're doing that, Sydney is still reading ad copy for Billy O'Biceps Fitness Plan. Unfortunately, yeah. Anyway, in the next panel of this comic, the, the bully on the dance floor bumps into Wimpy Willie. Now, Willie turns to his girl and says, Gladys, I'm gonna give that guy what for. Gladys says, No, Willie, that guy is so much bigger than you. But Wimpy Willie goes up to the bully anyway. Then, the meathead sucks Willie in the jaw and says, I dance the way I please. Uh, Sydney, we get the idea. You don't have to keep reading us the Billy O'Biceps comic book ads. Are you sure? Yeah, we're sure, Sydney. Oh, that's it! It's here! It's here! Billy O'Biceps Total Ultimate Fitness Mega Plank to Build a Mega Man is here! <laughs> this is it! This is it, fellas! That's uh, not a very big package. Well, of course not. You don't need big, fancy exercise equipment or, or bells and whistles to get into shape. You just need Billy O'Biceps wisdom that's contained in, a, in this here nutrition guide and the aid of these. What are those? They're elastic resistance bands. That's what it's all about. Working with these for just a few minutes a day will give you better results than lifting a bunch of metal plates. <laughs> Boy, who would have thought the key to obtaining the body of a Greek god was just these little rubber bands? <laughs> oh, that Billy O'Biceps is a genius! He's something, all right. Well, anyway, I have no time to waste. I'd better crack open Billy's nutrition guide. Hmm. That's a, uh, that's a slim volume. I think that's more of a pamphlet. Well, it's a very simple diet plan. The key is Billy O'Biceps Super Shake. Billy O'Biceps Super Shake? Oh, you bet. The Super Shake is a closely guarded recipe, and it's the key to the complete transformation. Hey, how everybody doing in here? Oh, hey, Mondo, we're good. Oh, uh, well, as as head of security, we, we wanted to uh, we wanted to ask. So, where where is you? Where, what do you guys think about the subject of the squirrels? Not that summer is here, cause and yeah, they're not very big, but they do steal the acorns from the tree out front, and and the case could be made, you know, that the uh, the acorns they is uh, they is studio property, and and therefore the squirrels should be uh, neutralized. Nah, no, Mondo, no, just leave the squirrels alone. I I don't think that's an issue. I... Well, if you'll excuse me, I'm off to go buy five dozen eggs for Billy O'Biceps Super Shank. Wait, 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 wait a second. Wait, 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 little guy. Uh, uh, what's, what's all this about the Super Shank? Uh, oh, it's Billy O'Biceps Super Shank. Look, this is the formula for massive gains. Yeah, let me see that. Billy O'Biceps Super Shank. Five dozen eggs. Hey, this is identical to the Coach Mondo Super Shake that me invented. It is. Yeah, this this is inconceivable. How 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 could this have happened? How did he get a hold of me secret recipe? This okay, me gotta go contact me legal team about this. This is this is this is not good, fellas. This is not good. Oh boy, heads is going to roll. <laughs>
Wow, a potential legal battle over the Super Shake. Maybe there's something to it after all. Well, litigate all you want, but uh, I'm not I'm not going to drink dozens of eggs. So, anyway, on with the second half of our show. This is an episode of Abbott and Costello, in which the pair uh, hit the beach. <laughs> it's appropriate for the summer theme today, so here we go. The Abbott and Costello program. Listen to the rhythm of Will Osborne and his orchestra. The great song styles of Connie Haynes and Bob Matthews. And that happy, heavy, hippie little horseman, who, when asked to pick the winner of the Kentucky Derby, glanced at his racing form and calmly said, Costello, I've been looking all over for you, all week. I telephoned your house Tuesday night, and somebody answered and said you were taking a bath. You know I'm lost already? Right at the beginning. (laughs) Somebody. (laughs) Never mind, this is no... This is no kidding. Somebody deliberately told me that you were taking a bath. Somebody said that I was taking a bath? I called up Tuesday night. Tuesday night? Yes. Brother, did you have the wrong number? (laughs) Well, look, my wife said she saw you in a tattoo parlor on Main Street this morning. What were you doing in a tattoo parlor? Oh, I got lost with my girlfriend, Tessie Tinfoil. Yes. You know, the one that's in the army? Yeah. So I had a picture tattooed on my back. You had Tessie's picture tattooed on your back? Oh, yeah. Sure. And I had me tattooed on my chest. Look. See it? Wait a minute, Costello. I don't see you on your chest. Am I back there with Tessie again? (laughs) Talk sense, Costello. I understand that Tessie is going to get out of the army next week. Oh, that's right, Abbott. And she's going back to her old job posing for a designer. He uses Tessie's knees for models. He uses Tessie's knees for models? Uh, what, what does he design? Doorknobs. Uh, door... 
Wait a minute. Costello. <laughs> Costello, just a minute. Turn around. Let me see that picture of Tessie on your back. Go ahead. Turn around. Aha! Uh-huh, I thought so. She's knock-kneed. Tessie is not knock-kneed. Well, her knees are uh, touching. She just stands that way because she hasn't got any garters. I, uh... <laughs> Look, Costello, if you... <laughs> Costello, if you're so crazy about Tessie, why don't you marry her? Well, I, I, I don't believe in marriage, Abbott. Marriage is like soup. Marriage is like soup? Sure, by the time you get through spooning, it cools off. <laughs> ah, that's ridiculous. Well, always, Abbott. You know, I, I don't know if Tessie wants to marry me or not. You see, she's also in love with nine other guys. Tessie is in love with you and nine other guys? Yeah. You should have been there the day Tessie left for the army. What do you mean? It was beautiful. The ten of us chipped in and bought her an engagement ring. Wait a minute. I understand you had a little spat with Tessie before she left. Well, what was it about? She got mad at me because I stole a kiss. Oh, now that's silly. Why should Tessie get mad because you stole a kiss? I stole it from her sister. I... <laughs> and you know something? That's the first girl I kissed since I le- well, since last Christmas. Oh, Costello, you mean that from last Christmas till now you've kissed just one girl? How do you come for that? Oh, I guess I'm just a wolf. <laughs> I can't control myself. I can see that. I'm a I'm lower than a cat. I'm an old Studebaker. <laughs> with no fog lights. All right. Just cut that oh, out, oh. Costello. The trouble with you is that you wear your heart on your sleeve. That's a lie. I might, I might have a little liver and onions on my vest and a smudge of tapioca on my trousers, but I ain't got no heart on my sleeve. No, no, Costello. I only meant that you are fickle. I'm what? You're fickle. Fickle. I never touched the stuff. <laughs> I've never been fickled in my life. Now, look. I'm not referring to drinking. I'm referring to love. Do you know what love is? Oh, sure. Little pigeons make love. Butterflies make love. Yes. Oysters make love. Yeah. No, uh, wait a minute. Oysters make love. You'd be surprised what goes on inside them shells. Now. <laughs> Costello, you don't appreciate romance. You know, you don't. Really, Lou. You don't, you don't appreciate romance at all. Oh, when I was courting my wife, there was a big grandfather's clock in the living room. And we used to sit and listen to it tick, and it said, Take your time, take your time, take your time. Yeah, but things are different now, Abbott. Today, when a fellow sits in Apollo with his girl, there's an alarm clock on the mantel that says, Get together, get together, get together, get together, get together. Ah, I'll never forget that old grandfather's clock. It's a great memory, though, Lou. That old grandfather's clock. The day we were married, it stopped. Stop. Yep. <laughs> Your wife must have looked at it. I guess... Uh, yeah, wait a minute. Are you insinuating that my wife's face would stop a clock? Well, it ain't running, is it? it... <laughs> Look, forget about the clock, Costello. What happened to your romance with that tall, red-headed girl? Oh, you mean lean against her? Yes. Oh, well... <laughs> we're married and happy. Married and happy? Yeah, she's married and I'm happy. <laughs> I'm glad she married somebody else. The only reason you wanted to marry her was... For her money. Well, marrying for money is better than getting married for no reason at all. Ah. <laughs> when I married my wife, everyone said it was a perfect match. Match is right. She struck you and you went out like a light. <laughs> well, at least I'm not henpecked. Henpecked? Before you were married, you used to snore in your sleep. Now you cackle. No, no, no. no. <laughs> now, that's not true. Before I was married, everything was lovely. I, I'd sneak into the parlor and I'd catch her in my arms. Now you're sneaking into the bedroom and catch her in your pockets. I... <laughs> oh, forget about my marriage, Costello. I'd like to get you straightened out. Now, Tessie Tinfoil is not the girl for you. Tessie is uh, too uh, blasé. Too what? Blasé. Uh, Tessie's too blasé. Blasé. She's got more than two blasés. Tessie's got a red blasé and a green blasé. <laughs> and she's got a yellow blasé. She wears them with her, ch- her checkered shirt. 
skirtay <laughs> under the cote of her suitay. No, 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 there's no, no. too many no, things. No, 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 no. You don't understand yet, dummy. When I say she's blase, I mean uh, Tessie's sophisticated. Sophisticated. That's right. How do you like that? And she promised to me that she'd stay on the wagon. Listen, you imbecile, <laughs> please. When I say a girl's blase, I'm not referring to her clothes. Anyone who is blase is sophisticated, and sophisticated has nothing to do with being inebriated. It merely means that a person has reached a degree of sophistication where he or she becomes blase. Oh, when you say a girl's blase, you're not referring to her clothes. No. And anyone who is blase is sophisticated. And sophisticated has nothing to do with being inebriated. It merely means that a person has reached a degree of sophistication where he or she becomes blase. Now you've got it. Now I... I don't even know what I'm talking about! Get him out of me! Again, girls, girls, girls. Can't you think of anything better than girls? There's something better. Oh, look, Costello. <laughs> hey, there's Connie Haynes. Why don't you ask her if she'd like to go to the beach? Okay. Oh, Connie, Connie. Hey, Connie, how would you like to go to the beach with me, huh? Well, Mr. Costello, honey, I don't know if I should. I suppose you all want to teach me how to swim? Oh, nothing like that. <laughs> well, uh, you all won't try to hold my hand? Oh, you know me better than that, Connie. And you won't hug me or 
kissed me? Oh, gee, Willikers, no. I mean, after all, I... I, 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 <laughs> I promise I won't. Then what are we going for? Then what are we going for? <laughs> We're going for something. Well, goodbye, Mr. Costello. Honey... All right, honey. Well, Costello, that you... kid murders me. Ah, oh, wait a minute. You certainly got turned down fast by Connie. Well, maybe she saw because I broke a date with her Saturday night. I was supposed to meet her at 7 o'clock. What happened? I waited around till 11. She didn't come, so I just stood her up. That's all. <laughs> I wish Connie would go to the beach with us because she's, she's got the cutest bathing suit. What's it like? It's made of two pieces of string held together by a handkerchief. <laughs> well, it's too bad Connie's not going. Come on. Get your trunks, Costello, and let's go to the beach. My trunks? Yes. Why should I take my trunks? I don't want to move. I just want to go swimming. <laughs> well, you swim in trunks, don't you? I do not. I swim in the water just like anybody else. <laughs> Never mind. I'll rent you a swimming suit. Uh, would you wear a uh, rented suit? That depends where it's rented. And the size of the rent. No, no. Come on, Costello. <laughs> let's get started. I'll get some lotion to rub on you so you won't uh, sunburn. Oh, you don't have to worry about me, Abbott. I never burn. I just take a nice, healthy, even blister. <laughs> Come on, Costello, there's nobody around, so get into your suit. Ah, uh, isn't the beach beautiful? Just look at the birds flying over the water. Oh, I wrote a poem about them birds. I'll recite it. Go ahead. A wonderful bird is the seagull, which can fly quite as high as an eagle. They sit on the sand, and sometimes they stand, but you can't tell a he from a she-gull. <laughs> hey, hey, Costello, here comes a cop. It's a private beach. You can't swim here. It's against the law. Well, why didn't you tell me before I got undressed? Well, there's no law against undressing. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let's go. Look, let's go. Let's go over behind those ropes, Costello. That's the public beach. <laughs> Look at that beautiful redhead. I'm going with her and teach her to swim. Suppose she knows how to swim. Then I'll let her teach me. <laughs> hey, Eric, give me my pail and shovel. Right here is a spot where I covered Ruby Pool cue up with the sand last Sunday. Well, what do you want your shovel for now? Well, I figure it's about time to dig her up. I love Costello. Hey, look at that fat lady in that rubber bathing suit. Oh, them rubber ba bathing <laughs> suits. They're made for fat ladies. They, they are? got a five-way stretch. Five-way stretch? Yeah, up and down, back and forth, and a shelf to take care of the surplus. I have... <laughs> hey, Costello, look at the man over there feeding donuts to his horse. Can you imagine that? Hey, you mister, what's the idea of giving all them donuts to your horse? I just want to see how many he'll eat before he asks for a cup of coffee. <laughs> hey, what are you doing on the beach with that horse? Well, you see, I came down here to go swim. To go swim. To go swim. Swimming? No, fishing. <laughs> Did you uh, catch anything? No. You see, my wife was with me, and the fish took one look at her. When they saw how badly I was hooked, they wouldn't bite at all. <laughs> all right, all right. Never mind him, Costello. Why don't you go into the water? You've always bragged to me that you were such a great lifesaver. I on. am a great lifesaver, oh. Abbott, and I'll prove it to you. I can save anybody. Anybody at all. Anybody want to be saved? Anybody at all would like to be saved? Are you a man or a woman? Woman. How old? Fifty-seven. Anybody else want to be saved? <laughs> Never mind. The lifeguard got her. <laughs> Lucky for you. Now, now, look, Costello, when you go into the water, stay close to the life boy. Stay close to the what? Uh, the boy. Stay close to the boy. That's the safest thing. Stay close to the boy. 
That may be the safest thing, but if you want to have some fun, you've got to stay close to the girls. Costello. <laughs> girls have nothing to do with this kind of a boy. The kind of a boy I mean will keep you up. Well, what do you know? What is the boy's name? No, the boy has no name. It's just a plain red and white boy. A red? Dummy, this boy is anchored to a sandbar, and it has a bell. What is that bell boy doing in the bar? Nothing. <laughs> the boy is not in the bar. The boy is on the bar. He'd probably crawl up there to steal some pretzels. No, no, no. Listen, <laughs> you imbecile. That boy is on the bar to keep people from going on the rocks. So he finally learned his lesson. Why didn't his mother keep him out of that bar? This boy hasn't got a mother. <laughs> hasn't got a mother? No. That did it. What do you mean? Abbott, you have gone too far. I didn't mind when you said that the girls will have nothing to do with this poor boy. And I was only mildly surprised when you told me that he was half red and half white. I said nothing when you pushed him up on top of the bar to steal pretzels when the bartender's back was turned. But when you tell me that that poor boy has no name and no mother, you have not only besmirched the sanctity of the American home, but you have cast aspersions on the good name of the campfire boys of Troop Number 35 USA, Patterson, New Jersey. Get him out of here! <laughs> Lovely Connie Haynes on stage now. With Will Osborne and the orchestra, Connie sings... Good, good, good. That's you, that's you. Nice, nice, nice. That's you, that's you. Fine, fine, fine. That's you, that's you. Good, good, good. That's you, that's you. Your tasty lips are sweeter than a lollipop. Every time I kiss you, ooh, I hit the stop. I rack my brain to find the proper adjective, a sentimental compliment to give you. Good, good, good. That's you, that's you. Nice, nice, nice. That's you, that's you. Fine, fine, fine. That's you, that's you. Good, good, good. That's you, that's you Good, good, good That's you, that's you Sweet, sweet, sweet That's you, that's you Yum, yum, yum That's you, that's you Good, good, good That's you, that's you I never went to Cornell University Therefore I have a limited and so I use the language that I have on hand While you were making love on my veranda Good, good, good That's you, that's you Nice, nice, nice That's you, that's you Horseshoe. I'm going to throw it over my left shoulder and make a wish. I wish that Hedy Lamar was the head of a giraffe and I was the body. Oh, now that sounds silly. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Why should you wish that Hedy Lamar was the head of a giraffe and you were the body? I always wanted a long neck with Hedy. I... 
Costello, you've got to get girls off your mind. Why don't you walk in the park at night and admire the stars? You mean like Betty Grable, Lana Turner, and Dorothy Lamour? No, 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 no. I'm talking about heavenly bodies. Brother, we're both talking about the same thing. Enough. <laughs> Look, someday you're going to get in trouble chasing girls. And you'd better keep away from that young divorcee that lives next door to you. You'll never get to first base with her. I did get to first base with her, Abbott. Wh- what happened? Her ex-husband was on second. Hey. <laughs> and dummy girls like her are a dime a dozen. Yeah, dime a dozen? Yes. Well, here's a nickel. Get me sick. Yeah. <laughs> I think you've got women on the brain. Last night in your sleep, you kept hollering for Ingrid Bergman. Well, Ingrid Bergman happens to be my favorite actress. Since I saw her in that bathing beauty picture... You saw Ingrid Bergman in a bathing beauty picture? What was it called? For whom the bath towels. I have... <laughs> Costello, please. Do you dream of women every night? Not every night. Well, that's better. Sometimes I take a nap in the afternoon. (laughs) Come in. Oh, there you are, you fat, impudent little slob. That's me. (laughs) Yes, you. Costello, last night I dreamt that I went out with you. You did? Yes, and I've never been so insulted in my life. Take that. Now, the next time I dream about you, maybe you'll act like a gentleman. (laughs) How do you like that? The next time she dreams she's got a date with me, I ain't even going to show up. <laughs> well, Costello, I'm convinced that your dreams are the cause of all your girl troubles. And we've got to find out what they mean. Gee, I wish we could. Really, I do. I'm glad you said that, Costello, because we have with us tonight the world's greatest authority on dreams. Ah, good evening, gentlemen. I am the world's greatest dream analyst, Professor Melonhead. <clears throat> known, known professionally as Dreamboat Melonhead. Dreamboat Melonhead. Dreamboat. Looks like somebody plucked all the feathers out of your crow's nest. <laughs> hey, young man, are you trying to infer that my head is bald? Infer? If you put your head in fur, it would look like an oversized mothball. <laughs> hey, Abbott, get a load of that slippery dome. I've seen ostriches sitting on better-looking things than that. Now, Costello, please. And you get results. I know, I know. Please. You should make you should make cracks about the professor's head. If his head ever cracks, I'll make an omelet out of it. <laughs> Look, gentlemen, we're wasting time. Uh, professor Melonhead, yeah? can you tell us what causes Costello to dream about girls? Of course, Abbott. Tell me, Costello, do you dream about girls all the time? No, only when I'm asleep. You... Oh, that's fine, good. Now I'll have to have a little of your case history. Do any other members of your family have peculiar dreams? Yes, my uncle Artie Stebbins. Mm-hmm. Last night he dreamed he was pulling the weeds out of his garden. Ah, he dreamed he was pulling weeds out of his garden. What happened? When he woke up, his wife was as bold as an eagle. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now let's get back to you, Costello. What type of girls do you dream of? Beautiful girls. Beautiful. Once I dreamed a beautiful, gorgeous blonde, and when I put my arms around her, something electric passed between us. A shot? No, she slipped her light bill into my pocket. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Professor Melonhead, have you found out what causes Costello's dreams? Well, Abbott, my superficial diagnosis tells me that Costello's dreams are caused by contraction of the nerves in his head, making his brain too tense. My brain is too tense? Yep. Two tenths the size of a normal brain. <laughs> Melon head for two tenths, I'd suck you right in the push. All right. Now, Costello, I will attempt to remedy your condition by massaging your head. First, I will stuff cotton into your auditory canal. Then, I will pack your cranium in cracked ice, tighten your cerebrum, loosen your cerebellum, and then I will rub horse liniment into your medulla oblongata. <laughs> wouldn't dare. <laughs> you haven't got the nerve. Oh, now, Costello, a person's equilibrium is often an important factor in the cause and effect of dreams. Therefore, I will have to test your equilibrium. 
Melonhead, if you as much as lay one finger on my equilibrium, I will call my mother. <laughs> no, no, no. To test your equilibrium, Costello, I want you to climb up this stepladder here and balance yourself on the top step. Go ahead. Well, it's very silly, but I'll go. Here I go. Ah, Costello is now climbing the ladder. He's up 15 feet. He's up 30 feet. Keep climbing, Costello. Now he's up 75 feet. Costello has now climbed up to 100 feet. Now, uh, wait, 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 wait a minute, Professor. That stepladder is only nine feet tall. Oh, my goodness. What a mistake. Costello! Costello, come down here at once! And that ladder is only nine feet high? Now, he tells me. Oh, let me out of here. Let me at that melon head, will you? Let me at melon head. The desert, 110 by day, cool enough to need heat the same night. The maximum test for air conditioning. What system works best? Let's ask the owner of this desert show place, Miss Dinah Shore. Hi. For my dream home in Palm Springs, I wanted the best, and that's gas. Gas cooling is as wonderful as gas heat, and so dependable. It's simple and has a long life. With my year-round gas air conditioning by Arkla, I just touch the thermostat for delightful cooling or comfortable heat in every room. Humidity controlled, dust and pollen filtered. My indoor climate is always perfect, and so is my neighbor's Bing Crosby. He has gas air conditioning, too. America's most modern homes choose gas. Go to your gas company or contractor. Your family can enjoy gas air conditioning by Arkla this summer. Remember, you can live modern for less with gas. Hi, you've been listening to Yesterday Today. We're just wrapping up our Welcome to Summer on the show today. <laughs> it worked! It worked! Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! I did it! I did it! As Sydney yells maniacally outside our studio... Hey, fellas, remember me? Remember you? Sydney, what are you talking about? Believe it or not, I'm that bag of bones, skinny Sydney you were talking to earlier. But through the power of Billio Bicep Super Shake, I've transformed into the Hulk you see before you. Sydney, what are you talking about? Well, I started the day out at 97 pounds, but after just one super shake, Billy has done it. I just weighed myself again, and I've been transformed from a 97-pound weakling into a 99-pound powerhouse. (laughs) How's that for games? I see. Sydney, do you think those two pounds might have something to do with consuming two pounds worth of eggs in the super shake? Well, you bet it does. I can feel the energy coursing through my veins. The, the protein building my muscle fibers. That, that super shank is turning me into an Adonis before your very eyes. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go lie down. Lie down? Is that part of Biliobiceps training regimen? 
No, I just happen to feel deathly ill at the moment. <laughs> See you later, skinny. <laughs> Mm. Billy O'Biceps built Sydney into a new man. Mm. A very sick new man, but a new man nonetheless. Okay, great news, fellas. Me legal team contacted Billy O'Biceps Incorporated about the use of the highly secret Coach Mondo Super Sick Recipe. Now, it was contentious for a while, dear. Me not gonna lie. Really, Mondo, do tell. Well, Obiceps, he, he refused to stop using the formula. So, you know, little little back and forth there, but me lawyers and his lawyers duked it out. But to, to settle the whole thing, make a long story short, we finally reached a bit of a, uh, uh, agreement. So me, Mondo, me will appear in the, in the comic advertisements for Billy Obiceps Total Ultimate Fitness Mega Plan to build a Mega Man from now on. Uh, that's, uh, great news, I guess? <laughs> oh, yeah, just a massive legal victory. They're going to be talking about this one in law schools for years to come. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, we got to go uh, renew me comic book subscription. Bye. Oh, there's a dozy 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 how about that? Billy O'Biceps transforms Sydney into a Greek god and Mondo into a comic book character all in the same day. He's a busy man, that O'Biceps. Anyway, if you want more Yesterday Today, you can visit KISU.org or wherever you get your protein-packed, muscle-bound, meat-headed podcasts. Roll out those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer. Those days of soda and pretzels and beer. Roll out those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer. Sing a song of cheer Just fill your basket full of sandwiches and weenies Then lock the house up Now you're set And on the beach you'll see the girls in their bikinis As cute as ever but they never get them wet Roll out those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer About a driving or some romantic movie scene. Why, from the moment that those lovers start arriving, you'll see more kissing in the car than on the screen. Roll out those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer. Chestnut Farms, Chevy Chase Milk, 
and Southern Dairy's ice cream are seal test approved. Now, we'd like to add another recipe to Mary Preston's list. It's a recipe for the most delicious banana royal you'd ever want to taste. And it's simple as ABC. You merely stop at the nearest soda fountain serving Southern Dairy's ice cream and ask for their special banana royal. We promise you a treat you'll long remember. Imagine a cool, creamy round of that one and only Southern Dairy's banana rune ice cream ringed around with sweet, ripe bananas and crowned with chocolate sauce and fluffy whipped cream. Delicious doesn't half describe it. Next time you pass a Southern Dairy's soda fountain, don't pass it. Stop and treat yourself to one of those perfectly grand banana royals. Brill cream, a little babble do ya. Brill cream, you look so debonair. Brill cream, the gals will offer to ya. They'll love to get their fingers in your hair.